This is your wake up call. just landed maybe about 45 minutes ago. Did you sleep on the flight? I know you did. I did sleep on the flights. Uh, yeah, sometimes sleeping on a plane is some of that best sleep once you knock out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was coming from L.A. It was a crazy weekend. The first Friday I was in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I was doing a, a financial uh, literacy uh, conversation. That's what I'll call it. We did it in a barbershop in Milwaukee. It's called Mr. G's. One of the best barbershops I've ever seen. It was an old bank that they converted to a barbershop, which was pretty dope. I had about 200 people in there. We were just talking about financial literacy. I was explaining about real estate, how to get in a real estate game, and some of the investments I made. And then I went out to L.A., and I did a seminar in L.A. I had uh, about 1,000 people there. We were just talking about financial literacy, how to get into the real estate game, what people would need, and different things like that. It was so many people, so many football players, so many athletes, just so many regular people that really wanted to learn how to get in the game. So it was a great, great, great event. So like I said, I just got in maybe about 30 minutes ago. And when I landed, I I realized I had a flat tire. So, you know, I don't really know how to change a tire. Get out of here. I really don't. So um, I just drove to the gas station, put air in it, kept it moving. You a grown-ass man, don't know how to change a tire. Triple A, sir. Your whole life you had triple A? Pretty much, yeah. Your dad never taught you how to change a tire? Triple A, brother. My dad even taught me how to change a tire. So you tell me your dad don't know how to change a tire? My dad knows how to change a tire. He just doesn't. But I got triple A. When I I turned uh, 21, I paid uh, $9.99 at the time a year. Triple A comes three times a year. If you get a flat three times a year, they fix your flat. But in New York, well, well, there's a, a, a fix-a-fat place on every corner. Well, I'm happy you never had a flat until you was 21 years old, sir. Okay. Now, Jesus I know how to Christ. change the tire, but I'm not going to say that I would want to. My God. Hey, I just That's don't. basic. It's called AAA. $9.99 for the year back then, and they came and fixed the flat for you. I will say a lot of people probably don't know how to fix a tire. Man, stop it. Who are y'all people? I mean, y'all, I some bo- y'all sound so bougie and I mean, rich. What? Who don't know how to change a tire? I, mean, I, know, I said I, I know, know how, how to change, but, but I, I just I never think... did. I just never, I just never did. I've never been in a car with somebody, they've gotten a flat tire, and they've changed it themselves. No, they call it AAA. Or mm-hmm. It's a fix a flat place on every block in New York City, so you ain't got to worry about yeah, it. The only just... thing about calling AAA is sometimes they take a really long time. Yeah, but the same with most people don't know how to change I, I, say I don't believe that. that. I don't. I, I don't believe don't. that. Because most don't. people, to be honest with you, most people don't have that nine ninety nine a month to pay for AAA. And that's just the truth to the matter. That's the best thing ever. That nine ninety nine a month, they'll tow you three times for free. They'll t- yeah. they'll fix your flat. They'll give you gas. That, that that's the best thing ever. And if you have American Express, they pay it for free. Wow. A lot of people don't have American Express. I'm sorry that we're so privileged on this radio station. It's I'm just, I'm, I'm we, just telling you. I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. You want me to lie and say I fixed my flat and I'm all dirty? No, I did not. I put no, gas in I, I listen, kept them. I put I air in it and kept it moving. I wouldn't fix it now, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, what was this whole conversation about? <laughs> because you said, he said he doesn't know how to fix a flat, fix a flat period. No. I, I, and that's up, the yeah. same exact thing I said. I know how, but I wouldn't I just, do it. I just don't. Just say. I, I and mean, you also said most people don't know how, which I don't agree with. I nah, just, that's never, a good topic. Now, that's a good topic that we could do What's that? one day this week. Do you know how to ch- fix a change a tire? 
right. I mean, I know the concept of it. I know you pay your since, I know since most, of it. Since Angela most thinks most concept. people don't, that'd be a great mm-hmm. conversation. But I'll tell you what, have. the hardest part was always to me is when you had to lift the car because there's certain areas where you, you got to pick the car. You don't lift it. You have to use a... <laughs> no, the, the, the worst part is getting them lugs off. That's okay. hard, too. Yeah, them lugs off. Them well, lugs they, off. Have the, they have the automatic ones that you could take the lugs off with. It's electric. Nobody drives with that. Nobody drives. She's talking about the... Yeah. My dad has that in the trunk. In his trunk? Yeah. You know my dad's out of his mind. All right, well. All right, and shout out to Angie Martinez. She had her big barbecue yesterday. Okay. And she had an amazing turnout. DJ Khaled was there. Cash Doll hit the stage. Um, Afro B. Yes, Afro B was there. I, Pop I, Smoke. Pop Smoke. I met Pop Smoke yesterday. So shout out to everybody who came through. I met a lot of people. I walked through. You know how I like to walk through and say hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I definitely did that yesterday. And then I actually had to leave to go to Afro Punk Festival. That was in Brooklyn. Santi Gold, that's my best friend. She was performing, so I went to go see her Okay. yesterday. And I had Run With You yesterday also. So everybody came out and ran the 5K in Brooklyn. We had a good time. You were doing a lot all weekend. Yeah, I missed Angie's barbecue yesterday because I, I was in Charlotte at... um. My dude, Bakari Sellers, and his beautiful wife, Ellen Sellers, they hosted uh, Senator Kamala Harris okay. yesterday. They had like a, I don't know what they was having for it, but I know that I hosted it, whatever it was. Whatever it was, <laughs> you just was there. They called you, was there. I just, I just like it, man, because there's so many people that come out and, you know, so many people that want to be involved in the election process in 2020. So it's just, you know, good to go out there and, and, and kick it with those folks. And I love Charlotte, man. Salute to the mayor of Charlotte, uh, Miss V. Lyles. Y'all make sure y'all y'all vote her back into office in, on September 10th. You know what I'm saying? Black Queen doing amazing things in Charlotte. The All mayor right. Charlotte. Well, let's get the show cracking. Chance the Rapper will be joining us next hour. We'll Never heard of Chance him. the Rapper. And then we got front page news right now. What are we talking about, Yee? Okay, well, let's talk about retiring. What NFL player is retiring at the tender age of 29? All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where you want to start, Yee? Well, let's start with Andrew Luck. He has retired. He's the Colts quarterback. He's only 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, he has had a lot of physical damage. Yes, he has. Through six NFL seasons. He has torn cartilage in two ribs, partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him peeing blood, at least one concussion, Damn. a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, and a mysterious calf ankle issue that led to all of this. Here's what he had to say. But I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life. But it is the right decision for me. For the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury, pain, rehab. And it's been unceasing, unrelenting, both in season, both in and off season. Uh, and I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is, is to to no longer play football. It's taken my joy of this game away. I'm not mad at that young man. He's 29 years old. And I think one thing people don't realize, if you're blessed, you're going to be old much longer than you're going to be young. So you're going to want to enjoy that oldness. All right? right. You don't want to be crippled and, you know, limping and all kinds of stuff when you get older because you're not, you didn't take care of yourself when you was younger. So I'm not mad at him they, for walking away from the game. They were booing him as he was walking out, and they yeah. were saying that, uh, but like he said, when it comes to your body, your health, it doesn't matter money because they said he could he loses probably up to $500 million. Well, they was booing him because they're just selfish. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they still want him to be the quarterback. But the best thing that the Indianapolis coach did, they, they're not making him pay back uh, his bonuses. So I think he's keeping, like, I forgot how much it was. It was some tens of millions of dollars that he's going that they're going to let him keep. So Well, he's planning he to won. travel the world with his wife now. Yeah, you won, man. All I, right. I still want to know how they figure he, gonna, he would make up the $500 million. Though. I saw, saw them say that, too. I was like, how? 
All right, now let's talk about what's happening today because this is a big deal. A judge that is presiding over this historic Oklahoma opioid trial will deliver his ruling today, this afternoon. Now, this could have implications in other states as well. They're trying to hold pharmaceutical companies responsible for the opioid epidemic that's killed hundreds of thousands of Americans since 2000. They're accusing Johnson & Johnson and its subsidiary, Janssen Pharmaceuticals. What they're saying is they cost the state billions of dollars and destroyed thousands of lives. Now, Johnson & Johnson, on their behalf, is saying they didn't do anything wrong and they've been made a scapegoat. So we'll be watching today to see what this ruling is going to be. It's the first state trial that's trying to hold a pharmaceutical company accountable for one of the worst epidemics in history. They're asking for $17.2 billion to fix this epidemic over a 30-year plan. So if they do side entirely with the state, then that verdict would be the biggest monetary award ever handed down in a bench trial in American history. Mm. So that will set the precedent for a lot of people. And in addition to that, Donald Trump, it was the G7, it was the final day, and he is now negotiating with China to return to trade talks. You know, these tariffs, these higher tariffs on Chinese products, they said would cost the Americans an average of $1,000 more a year in taxes. Well, here's what Donald Trump had to say about resuming trade talks. So we'll be getting back to the table, and I think they want to do something. They've been hurt very badly, but they understand this is the right thing to do, and I have great respect for it. I have great respect for it. This is a very positive development for the world. Yeah, I think it's very important for them. Look, they've lost three million jobs, and a lot of things have happened. And it's why President Xi's a great leader. He understands, and it's going to be great for China. It's going to be great for the U.S. It's going to be great for the world. Somebody told me a few weeks ago that deal was already done, and this is all just the show. All right, well, Donald Trump uh, is supposed to be meeting with Chinese, or U.S. and Chinese negotiators are meeting. I don't know if Donald Trump is going, but they're meeting again next month. All right, it's all just a show to make Trump look like a, a hero when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Heard the deal been done. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or maybe you had a horrible weekend or a bad weekend, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Queen Quavo. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Uh, First of all, I just want to say I'm blessed, y'all. I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. I've had like 12 jobs, and I've been working for a whole month, and they've been fired, so I'm just happy. Congratulations. Right, right I'm sorry that Andrew Luck retired, by the way. Right. Well, I don't even know nothing about him, but shout out to you. Hey, do me a favor, y'all. I love y'all so much. I'm a huge fan. Check out my podcast, Queen Claymo Podcast. I know all of y'all doing y'all thing. I listen to every last one of y'all shows. Brilliant idiots. Lip service. The Casey Crew Podcast. I love y'all. I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. All righty now. Have a good Monday, y'all. All righty. Hello, who's this? Man, it's JC out of Nashville, Tennessee. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I, I read, I, so I read, I read your book, man. You want to like it. Thank you, and, sir. Uh, I appreciate I wanna, that. DJ, I want to get on your about not being changed time. Come on. Why? I mean, come on, man. How, man? You ain't got that time. Solomon, you got that time. You goddamn right I'm not changing. I'm telling you, my daddy, my daddy ain't teach me much and nothing that was good, but he definitely taught me how to change the tire. I'll tell you what, thing. I'm from New York, and if you're in in New York, there's a, a, a tire changing place on every corner in Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan. 
Those places cost like money. AAA. They're actually pretty cheap. They're cheap. They're like yeah, five, like, nine dollars. Like yeah, nine dollars a change. Well, I don't think y'all understand how bad people do it out here in these streets. <laughs> I really don't. It's five, nine dollars. If you ain't got five dollars to change a flat, five, man, nine dollars, bro, you'd be surprised, bro. If you ain't got five to nine dollars and you driving, you shoot you in trouble. I feel you, man, boy. I mean, I mean, you come to Nashville, Tennessee, man. I just want to give you some, you know, how to change tires, and we can we can swap info. Now I'm good. Or, or, or I got estate. I got AAA, bro. I, and now we're Uber. What? Uh, like I said, only yeah. thing about AAA is sometimes they take a long time to come. I'll say that much. You end up waiting for hours. Sometimes it does. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up, what up, Mike? What's going on, man? Mike, stop yelling, bro, or take us off Bluetooth. You Mike yelling. eating that pork sausage this morning. That's why he's so hyper. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good, sort of, I guess. Yo, man, how come is that that on robbery now, the front page news? You got what? Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. Maybe this in the rumors. That's Aviani that got robbed. I know, I had that yeah, right Aviani here in the Diamond Aviani. District. Don't worry, we're doing that next. They said it was tying people up and all kind oh. of stuff. Yeah, man, and uh, the craziest thing is they did it so stupid, man. They showed their faces. They, they had no, uh, no gloves on, nothing, man. It's like... What are you thinking? They left on foot, and I hope, hopefully they ain't had no cell phones on them so the cops could ping that. Mm-hmm. So that was like a real stupid thing they did, man. Yeah, there's this place, the Diamond yeah. District in New York. It's a, a block where it's all yeah, diamond yeah, yeah. stores, and there's a company, Avian & Co. A lot of artists use them, and uh, the store got yeah, robbed. They did it in broad daylight. Yeah, broad daylight, broad yeah. Broad daylight. And there's usually yeah, a lot of police presence over there, which is crazy, but they they got it. They got a lot. They got away with a lot of stuff too. Yeah, but they gonna get caught. Well, listen. Before y'all get arrested, pull up on me. I'll buy a rolly from y'all for the low, low. Don't even say that. Don't even put <laughs> that energy out there. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred. I'll buy me a little. What's that uh, watch called? An armor baguette. What's it called? Automores. There you go. Eight hundred. Five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Mr. Spark It Up. I go by the name of J-Man. Is it Mr. Okay, whatever. Get it off your chest, bro. Oh, yeah. I just like to uh, let the world know that after 15 long months, your boy is finally... Got his license cleared. Yes, sir. No more dirty driving. Okay. okay. No okay. more riding dirty. Congratulations, King. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. Thank y'all very much. All right, well, be safe out there. Don't lose it again, brother. Hey, one one more thing, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, y'all got call ID? Go ahead and save my number. So when I call next time, y'all already... Well, we don't got no damn call ID. Okay, store his number. We do have call ID, but we not storing his number. Store his number. Because I can win uh, ye. Got a uh, ask ye. I got something I want to ask. Your, really number, your number's the 904 number, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we not storing that, though. But have a good one, though, brother. Little Duval. <laughs> have a good what one, What you say though. about Lil Duval? He said... He's from, from Duval. Duval. Oh. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Capers, man. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I'm just blessed. Um, you know, woke up this morning. Got a good workout in. At work, you know, blessed to have a job. Congratulations, bro, bro. That's it? I appreciate it, man. That's how you feel? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to um, go follow me on Instagram at KateTheMan09. Okay, brother. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Romeo. Romeo, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. What's up, Envy? How you doing? First things first, I'm going to say I'm blessed this morning. I'm having my first child. Ooh, Congrats, congratulations. Brother. Thank you, thank you. But, um, yo, fellow men of God, man, I love you. Ain't nothing wrong with telling a, a black brother you love him as you say. That's but, right. Yo, I'm, I'm mad at you 
I'm I'm mad at you because I can't believe you you surprised that um MV light skin boosy so can't change some tires, man. Well, I don't want to stereotype people. But it's easy to take to um take some tires. Like how you can't take some tires? Well, you got to be taught. Like my father had to teach me. I mean, I know how to. I mean, I know the concept of changing the tire. Just never change the tire. Switch it up now. I mean, I know the concept. It's a very easy thing to do. It's a very easy concept, but I just don't. I'm not gonna sit there and say it's easy. You know, it I, is, I'd rather call AAA. It is easy to tell somebody how to do yeah. it. Where you from, brother? I'm from Brooklyn, Canarsie. How many, how many uh, fix and flat places by you? It's a whole lot. Everywhere. There you go. That's oh. why I got to change the tire. That's what I paid him to do. Thank you, though, brother. He might not have the money. Hey. People out here struggling, you know. $9. Some people man, don't even have that. does it. Some people don't even have an extra tire in, the, in their trunk. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> okay. true, too. Now, that's expensive. That's true, To ride too. around with an extra tire. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is John. How y'all doing today? John, what's up? Get it off your chest. Just want to spray some positivity, man. Tell you guys you're doing a great job over there, as usual. Charlamagne, we had a compromise last week. I just want to make sure you stand true to the yo, 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 regardless of what time you show up, right? Yes, sir. Oh, he missed it this morning. I didn't do it today. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I missed you this morning because I was kind of late tuning in, so. Oh, I man. I don't know whether you did or not, so. But uh, also, I'm, I'm heading to vacation in two days. I mean, on vacation for the next five days, headed to Miami for the first time, so I'm happy about that. I'm oh, going on vacation too. I ain't going to Miami though. You about to wild out? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm have a little fun. There you go. This, 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 the, this, this the last I'm bit. A little fun. Black this, men don't cheat. That's right. I didn't. Now hold on. Wilding out doesn't mean cheating. I know. So I'm just, okay. I'm just getting some clarity. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> He's just telling y'all. I'm this just the, making some clear. I'm just getting clarity in the situation. That's all. This <laughs> the last vacation before the kids go back to school. At least up north, down south, they went back to school already. So school started back today. I actually work at, at a college here, so they started back today. Okay. And um, I get my I got two weeks of vacation starting this Wednesday and then next week. So the two weeks that they're starting back, I'll be away on vacation. So I'm happy about that too. So. All right. Well, enjoy. And my kids don't start for another what two weeks, so they just enjoying the last ready? couple of days of summer. You guys have a great morning. You too, now, bro. Thanks. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about a sequel that I know you're all going to be excited for. Also, let's talk about Barack Obama's summer playlist. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Quavo is selling these Popeye's chicken sandwiches because they've been hard to get. They've been sold out everywhere. And he's a businessman. So listen to this. Heard y'all boy looking for them, man. They sold out everywhere. <laughs> Got them thing going a thousand of chicken, a thousand of... Come on in on them, baby. Got them thing by the bowl, man. All right. So, yeah. Have you guys tried them yet? I have not had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, nor do I want the Popeye's chicken sandwich at this point because the anti-hype beast in me won't allow myself to do it. And I really wanted to try it early last week, but social media makes me not want to touch it. Not to mention, they're selling out all over the place. So whatever uh, the, the GMO, whatever the sandwich was made of before, which was some type of GMO, it's going to be fake GMO. This go around. All right, now, this was a weird headline to me, so I had to dig into this. Apparently, Hasbro, when I say Hasbro, I mean the toy maker... Uh, they have acquired Death Row Records. I saw that. So they bought the catalog and everything? 
Well, so Hasbro owns the rights to My Little Pony, Monopoly, Miss Potato Head, all of those. They actually acquired E1, Entertainment One, which is a British company, and they produce animated kids shows like Peppa Pig and mm-hmm. PJ Masks. But they also own Death Row Records. So when they purchase E1, that means they also purchase Death, Death Row Pro's Records. Catalog. Okay. Well, why wouldn't Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg or somebody from that 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 camp who got money now? Why wouldn't they purchase it? Maybe they just don't want it. I mean, the catalog got to be worth something, right? I would assume and we're not so. Gonna sit here and act like a Death Row cartoon wouldn't be fire. You wouldn't buy some Death Row, Death Row toys? But not even that. All, all the music. The music that people sample and use all the time and use in videos and use in movies. Like, it would have to be worth a fortune. Well, that label filed for bankruptcy back in 2006. It's changed hands several times. And that's how it ended up with Entertainment One. They bought it for $280 million, according to Rolling Stone. So... That's a lot of money. I'm shocked Interscope would just let that catalog go, too. I guess when they let Suge walk away, they let him walk away with the catalog. With his catalog, yeah. yeah. All right, now, The Conjuring. Y'all know I love a horror movie. So, The Conjuring, that house has new owners. I know y'all all saw The Conjuring, right? Nope. It's based on a true story. I, haven't, I don't pay people to scare me. Nah, I don't really do scary But that's a true like story. That. That's why y'all got to know about it. Well, the new owners of that house say that they're witnessing unexplained paranormal activity. What they dumbass? Historic farmhouse is in Rhode Island. <laughs> and they said that weird occurrences have already started happening. Footsteps, knocks. They said we've had lights flashing in rooms. Well, why would they buy that then? Guess what race it is! <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Caucasian for 200, Alex. Now, one of the new owners says that he has a hard time staying in the house alone. Duh. He said, I don't have the feeling of anything evil, but it's very busy. You can tell there's a lot of things going on in the house. They just want attention. They deserve to get haunted. Because if you watch a goddamn movie like that and you see what that house is about and it's based on a true story, why would you move in? Why would you buy the house? That's your dumb ass. I ain't got nothing. Well, they have set up 12 cameras and they're recording video 24-7 inside and around the house. Yeah, they're trying to get paid. So they're trying to do some research and do a potential future documentary. Yeah, they're trying to get some bread. The mayonnaise is heavy with this. And FYI, the Travel Channel is an, is doing a two-hour special about the Conjuring House on Halloween. It's called Ghost Adventures, Curse of the Harrisville Farmhouse. I hope they're haunted by I'll slaves, be watching. too. I hope they're haunted by slaves. I hope every time they pull out the mayonnaise to make a sandwich, somebody just, the slave just knocks the mayonnaise jaw over and breaks it. Mm-mm-mm. All right, now let's do a rest in peace to Buddy from them franchise boys. Oh, man. man rest in peace to Buddy. Yes, he died from what they say appears to be cancer. That's horrible. So they posted on them Franchise Boys page, R.I.P. Buddy, you will be missed. I'm trying to describe, how could I describe how Buddy, Buddy's the, he's dark skin. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't Parlay, he wasn't the, the chubbier one. They were all dark skin, I thought. Nah, they want Parlay ain't dark skin. No. Which one is, no, 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 not Parlay. Which one be with Bow Wow? <laughs> Who beat up Bow Wow? I said be with Bow Wow. Oh, be with oh. Bow Wow. I, thought, yeah. I, don't I don't remember his name. Up. I can't um, remember his name. You used to work with them, though, right? I did, yeah. At Columbia. Yep. No, at Virgin. At Virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, so rest in peace to Buddy. Our condolences to his and family. Rest in peace to Definitely buddy. rest in peace. All right, now Bobby Brown's sister, Leola Brown Muhammad, says that Bobby Brown was injured in a hit and run. She went on Facebook last night and explained what happened. She said, yes, Bobby Brown got hit by a speeding car while walking, and no, he was not in a car accident. This car came straight for him and tried to damn kill him, broke his bones. Both his legs are messed up, and whoever's saying he was inside of a car is a damn liar. My brother was walking down the street, and a car came straight for him and hit him to kill him. They report every damn thing else he's ever done in his damn life, so why did not anyone, including his so-called wife, 
wife go to the press with that one. Why did you not want that to leak out? Yeah, I know why. Oh, yes, the hell I do. And you can say what you will. I care not. Yeah, why Why is that not news? I was looking for the story. I ain't see it nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's Bobby Brown. I, the hospital would have said Bobby Brown was here. The ambulance exactly. would have called. Or that's the King Orange goddamn B. Well, that's his sister's page on Facebook, so she's reporting that. Let's not act like uh, Bobby Brown not a whole legend out here in these streets. I would think that would be frontline news. That's somewhere. what I thought. I didn't see it anywhere. But news. his sister. <laughs> Headline news. Front page. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. We All got right. you. The Black Panther sequel is coming. The release date has been announced. Dun, dun, dun. It's going to be in theaters May 6, 2022. Y'all excited? Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a Marvel fanatic, so you know I've been watching all the things that Marvel has been unveiling the past couple of weeks. You know, even the Disney Plus shows. Disney Plus about to get all my money. So yeah, 2022, I'm there for Black Panther. All right, and let's talk about who made Barack Obama's summer playlist. Drake featuring Rihanna, Too Good is on there, and nice little throwback to Spinners. I'll be around. So, Lizzo was really excited to be on there. She had tweeted out, the first president I could ever vote for was Obama. I was so proud of my right to vote, and I will never take it for granted. I love us. I'm not sure who I'm voting for yet, but if a damn sure isn't Trump. And then right after that, an hour later, that's when she saw Barack Obama's list. So she had already posted that, and then that list came out of his uh, summer playlist. He has Jill Scott. It's love. Two chains. It's a vibe. Yes, uh... Feel, yeah, Phil the Vibe, BJ the Chicago Kid, Daniel Caesar and her, one of my personal favorites too, best part. Uh, yeah, Mac Miller featuring Anderson Pack, Dang is on there, Q-Tip and D'Angelo, Believe, mm-hmm. Can I Kick It, A Tribe Called Quest. So you guys should check out that whole playlist. Lauren Hill, Doo-Wop, That Thing, uh, Stevie Wonder, Don't You Worry About a Thing, Terrence Trent Darby, Who's Loving You, Steely Dan, and the list goes on. And one thing about Barack Scissors Obama, on there. Uh, Barack Obama be having good songs on his playlist, but the sequencing is trash. Can you imagine going going from uh, Lizzo to the Spinners? You ever look at the play? You know, that's how my playlist. I never looked at, at the order. I never looked at the, the order. I'm not gonna lie. Trash. Actually, at our juice bar, that's how our playlist is. It kind of really? goes all over the place. Yeah, because I like to mix it up. So you come in there, you never know what you might hear. It just looked trash on paper. It's like I don't. I wouldn't go from two change to uh, if you think you're lonely now. I think that's great. <laughs> I, I like it. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Front page news is next. Yes, y'all want to hear this story, so we got it for you. We'll tell you about the armed men that tied up employees in the Diamond District. That's a block in New York City where all the diamond jewelers are at, and it's always usually well protected. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, let's start off with what happened in the Diamond District. Apparently, yesterday, at least three armed bandits, one of them had on a cowboy hat, bound up workers, tied them up, and they actually went to Avian & Co. in the heart of the Diamond District and pulled handguns on the four workers in the shop. And this happened, like, around noon. Then restrained the workers with zip ties. They raided the safe. They raided the display cases. They got everything in a duffel bag and then ran out of there. So... They don't know what the exact take is of this very bold heist, but detectives are trying to find some evidence now. So Avian & Co., just so you guys know, they have a lot of clientele. A lot of people in the industry use them, like Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj. A little pump went there and got five diamond-encrusted watches and spent about one hundred dollars to $200,000 on each of those watches. So a lot of people go there. So if somebody pulls up on me with a diamond-encrusted watch, right, and they want, you know... Whatever they the low want, for it. They, they want the same price that Dame Dash charges. No jumper for an interview. Five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do I do I am I allowed to buy that? No, that's uh, buying stolen property, which is against the law. How would I know it's stolen? 
because uh, it's five hundred dollars, and the Rolex is usually about. Twenty-eight I mean, listen, to thirty-five thousand. I'm, I'm not here to, to, to question this man's situation or this woman's situation. Do you want that bad wonder, juju and, on you? And, that bad and, energy and, on and you? And wonder why they're selling this for the low low. Do you want that bad energy on you? And do you want to just come out of some money? Because if they find out that you got it and it was stolen property, they're just going to take it back from you. Life is all about the deal. All right. I read Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal. You don't want that deal. All right. You Donald say Trump that be now. showing that book at the <laughs> talking about the Bible. And one of their guys, you can see their face too, man. He's uh, they, they, they're finished. You say that now until they come up here with a diamond encrusted watch. Mm. All right. Now Andrew Luck, the Colts quarterback, has retired. He's only 29 years old, and people were really shocked. They actually were booing him from the sidelines in the preseason game on Saturday night. That's the great. fans were booing him. And he's just had a lot of injuries during the past few seasons, and it all took a toll on him. He has torn cartilage and two ribs, a partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him peeing blood, at least one concussion, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, and a calf ankle issue. So all of those things led to his decision. Here's what Andrew Luck said. But I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life. But it is the right decision for me. For the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury, pain, rehab. And it's been unceasing, unrelenting, both in season, both in and off season. Uh, and I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is, is to, to no longer play football. It's taken my joy of this game away. The man did nothing wrong. The man is choosing his health over his money. He's 29. You do realize, kids, that you will be old much longer than you will be young. So in, in your old age, you want to enjoy it. You don't want to be right. walking around limping. You know what I mean? Walking around with a colostomy bag. That's what it's called. Colostomy. What's the bag you poo-poo in? We know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, that bag. That bag, You yeah. know what I'm saying? Don't be peeing blood. The man had a lacerated kidney. I don't even know what that means. But some people say that he could have made $500 million. Who they said cares? the reason was $40 million a year. That's the 35 to $40 million is what quarterbacks make. But like you said. Good he, health is priceless. Good health is priceless. He's going to enjoy the rest of his life. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no price on good health. $500 million, but you in a wheelchair peeing blood for the rest of your life, please. All right. And I just want to give you all an update. I put a poll on Twitter about do you know how to change a tire? And so, so far, 560 people have voted. And the score is yes, of course, 73%. And no, I call AAA 27%. Yeah, so most people know how to change the tire. Seventy-three percent. Yes, that's most people. What are you <laughs> about, talking about? Yeah, that's almost three fourths of all people. But a quarter of people don't. That's not. And terrible. they're probably all in New York. Maybe. Because when you live when you live down south and you got to drive on them back roads and on them highways for hours, you got to know how to change. Yeah, it's a little different. But here, yes. here in the city, there's fix the flat places on every corner. There's in Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, they're all over the place. So you had to span the trunk. You spare guys know used to, to come with the car when you used to buy it. Do you guys know how to change your oil? Yes, Spare still comes with it. No, I don't know how to change my oil. I definitely don't know how to change no damn I don't change, oil. I don't change I've change never changed oil on a car ever. My dad definitely told me how to do that too. I don't know my, dad do, my dad would do all that stuff. I just sit there and watch him. I, don't know I definitely don't know how to change no oil. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that Actually, is your front page. News. I used to have a red Honda Civic, and um, I left it on the side of the road one day because. It, it 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 needed oil and so it, it just started smoking and the engine was all messed up. I mean, you know, once that happens, the car is basically ruined. The engine is basically ruined. Right. So I just left it on the side of the road. It was a red Honda Civic. Still there Probably now. still in now. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, Chance the Rapper will be joining us. We'll Never heard a of Chance him. the Rapper. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. So we'll be getting back to the table. And the Breakfast Club. 
Everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The good brother, yeah. Chance the Rapper. Yo, what's, what's up, up, my brother? Welcome, hey, welcome. Thanks welcome for back. having me, man. How yeah. are you? And I'm, I really mean that. How are you? I'm good, yo. Thank you for... It's, it's been a long time since I've been up here, so mm -hmm. appreciate y'all having me back, I yeah. The first time you was here, I had never heard any of your music. I remember that. I yeah, didn't understand what yeah. the hype was. You kept asking me what my song was. I'm like, listen to Ass Rap. That's my project. He's like, but what's the song, Chance? That, that was it. I'm like, yo, just listen to Ass Rap. But where can I hear the song? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a single. But I judged the book by its cover because, like I told you before, the, the song was called, the album was called Acid Rap. That, yes. Like, I don't want to hear another drugged out rapper. Yeah. And you are the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm not a drugged out rapper anymore, so. Phases. <laughs> Phases in life. Last time you were here, you weren't married. Now you are. Yes. Congratulations. Like Thank you. Welcome to the club. We yeah. are yeah. here. We are yeah. here. Congratulations. Wedding gang. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's right. That's right. You got some ice in your joint, too. You got some ice in your joint, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to you know, be like Did you pick man. your own ring, or how does that work when you uh, got yours? It did kind of work like that. Me and my wife went to... Uh, Went to the spot and you know we bought each other's rings. So she she got mine. I was gonna get a, you know like the regular silver band, mm -hmm. and then she got like a three part ring mm -hmm. with like all these diamonds. So I was just like <laughs> I was just like, can I get a little bit of diamonds on mine? And so she so got me a little bit of little. diamonds. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie. Social media pissed me off, man, because I don't understand why hip hop has no problem with people talking about degrading women, but when it comes to loving your woman and being with your wife and, yeah. and embracing her and celebrating that, they was giving you flack for it. Yeah, they, they, it's not even, you gotta remember like our, our enemy's not of the flesh. Like it's, it's ideas and things that can take hold of anybody. So you could just be making a, you know, a joke or a comment and like, you know, playing along with the meme because that's what we do on social mm -hmm. media is was we receive information and then we all comment on it. Right. And you don't ever really think about the person that's being, you know, commented on or the situation beyond it just being the the moment of what's going on. But yeah, it's it's you just gotta remember who you are, what you're fighting against, and and keep it moving because there's a lot of people that need it that need to hear it and you can't be ashamed at any point. Well, it started at the proposal. Remember the proposal? They were mad. Why Why did you do it in the backyard? Yeah. Wow. Like, why is it that anybody's business yeah, where I do it? We, and we don't know the, the significance. significance of what it was or, yeah. or how it happened. Yeah, it was, it was actually my... I remember that. I remember that very well. Yeah, that was uh, that was my grandmother's backyard. That's where, uh, you know, my, my family is like the type of family where we keep all the houses from like the 30s and stuff. Like, it's like I was raised in the house that my dad grew up in, which is the house that my grandmother grew up in, which is the house that my great-grandmother owned. So, like, you know, a lot of things happen at these places, and that was where I got engaged and actually where I shot the album cover also. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you talk about social media, and that's why I asked you how are you. Like, mm -hmm. has social media ever driven you to the edge? Because I saw when you tweeted out, you know, people want you to commit suicide. So when I said, yeah. how are you, I really meant yeah. that. Like, how and are I, you? And I didn't mean all people. I meant some people. That's mm -hmm. why I said some people, because... It, it can push you to a certain point. Mm -hmm. Everybody mm -hmm. handles things differently. Now, I'm somebody that's, you know, very deeply rooted in my faith, but I wanted to just call out that energy. But, yeah, it could push it could push anybody. But how are you so handling you, it? How, how are you dealing with it? I think for a certain period of time, I, I got confused. The first feeling I felt was like I felt like a lot of people were trying to shame me. You know what I'm saying? For being they were, married? Yeah, just just, mm -hmm. just for, for and, and for the pride that I had in yeah, being yeah, yeah. married. You know what I'm saying? I understand that it's a different kind of thing we're not used to album celebrating marriage especially <laughs> not rap albums but it was like you know the meme like i said like everybody doesn't have to be in on 
what the main idea is. You could just jump on and not understand your significance or your role in it. But, you know, when I come out and say something like that, I want everybody to feel me. That's what you do as an artist. You want people to feel you. And, say, and it's your okay. reality, too. Yeah. This and is what really just happened. It's my yeah. big day. I've been with her forever. We've been through a lot of things together. We came back together. Yeah. You admitted to certain things you've done. Like you said you cheated and yeah. you said you didn't treat her the Black best. Black men don't past. cheat, Chance. Yeah. And you learn from that. But and that's the thing is mm-hmm. like we when we say that sometimes like it gets filtered into a joke. But I feel like it's not even like black men have never cheated. It's like we black do men, comma, don't cheat. Yeah. Like to my black brothers out there, don't cheat. Yes. One of the best things you could do is celebrate your woman and give Correct. her a faithful relationship and be the person that she could actually count on. And so when you have certain messaging like I do, sometimes it makes people detract because some people feel shamed. How does your wife handle it? Because I'm sure she's not asking she's to be really in the good. spotlight. She's yeah. not asking to be famous, but it's just as a, uh, she might catch some of those stray bullets because she's not. Well, she's much better at it. She so for one, she doesn't scour through social media. I'm an independent artist, so right, I'm looking. You, you know, I right. gotta look up everything. I'm retweeting everything all day. I'm replying to people all day. I'm doing like everything I can to kind of you know just keep the sh- going. pushing this out, right? My wife does not give a. F- about Instagram or Twitter. like Good So she's in a much better place than me and it, and it helps me to be able to go to her and be like, babe, this is bothering me. <laughs> and, and she'd be getting that, yo, shut up. Like, I need you to help me move this couch. Like, <laughs> it was crazy is that even that- with R&B and with, with certain types of music, it feels like people like the breakup albums in R&B oh, yeah. and they like when you're not happy. And for yeah. some reason, people aren't drawn to like... Isn't that deep? Yeah. As real people, as people that just live and breathe and take and will die eventually, like, as regular people, you know, like, we strive to be happy, to feel success. Like, that's what all we want. Uh, and, and we want people to be happy for us, too. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're having this conversation because I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that tweet, I was like, I right, Chance may be going through it, but I said, I hope he's just not upset because of the reception to the big day. Like, did, nah, did, how did you... I mean, the reception was great, to be honest. Like, it's that's, that's the thing. Like, you got to also understand narrative mm-hmm. like there were like a lot of bot accounts and a lot of people that were like you know kind of trying to come, go crazy on my account and like every time i retweet a fan saying that they love the album they like jump under that person's comments and be like are you f-ing kidding me mm-hmm. but it's like that's why it's good to go outside too because when you go outside you could feel real love you could have conversations with people people tell you things that they might not never tweet and just know i'll never kill myself mm-hmm. I'll never self-destruct. I'll never self-impose harm or hurt or danger to myself. But sometimes you got to come out and be like, hey, I'm living through this. You know what I'm saying? Is there anything you would have changed about the album? Because my only critique of the album was it was too long. A lot of songs. Like, oh, it was no. longer than Wendy Williams' legs. There yeah. was a lot of material I, on it. I think, no. Weddings are long, for one. Mm-hmm. Two. Plan- <laughs> planning a wedding is long. Yeah. Right? Uh, for, so, so I felt like 19 <laughs> tracks, 19 songs, sorry, 22 tracks, but 19 songs with three skits, I think that's the perfect explanation of my wedding day. Like, that's it. That's how it feels. And also that, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of the music on it is based off of the reception, off of, like, the music that was played at it. Mm-hmm. And when you're at your wedding, like, it's a lot of different kinds of music that are playing. They had a lot of different songs, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, so, you had In Vogue on there. I love In Vogue. Yeah, and that, that and means Ari love Lennox on the people. same album. I don't yeah. think people I mean, understood the narrative of your album, bro. Yeah, I, I think when they I saw think the a CD lot of cover people did. and it said the big day, I thought I think they're thinking about your album release. Right, yeah, the no, big day, the yeah. big day is all about the oh, yeah. No, I get it. I understand right. it. Yeah. But. I think a lot of people love the album because it has something for everybody on it, and it's so true. The overall album was supposed to be about 
black love. Do you feel whole at this point in your life? Yeah, I'm married. I got money. I got, I got, I got, I got a second. My my second baby comes next week. Congrats! Wow, congratulations, next week. man. Yeah, are you nervous that you're out here on the road? Hell yeah! Hey, why, are you here? why are you here? Because <laughs> I have a job. All right, we got more with Chance when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, J N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Chance the rapper, Charlemagne. What's the first one y'all danced with? The wedding, you and your wife. We did, uh, do you remember uh, My Love Is Your Love, Winnie Houston? Yeah. yeah. He's young. He's as yes, if we remember. Wait, you ask me this stuff. Yes, I know. Hey, this <laughs> is not 41. This <laughs> is like 52. I can't believe this <laughs> is grown up. Bro, I'm 36. <laughs> I remember. Oh, Winnie Houston. Yes, I know My Love Is Your Love. Absolutely. He said yeah, that like it was we, a super we did, throwback. <laughs> we, we did it with my baby in my hand, though, too. Dude. It was a cool thing. That's a, that's like another, another deep part of it is like starting off 2015, I had my daughter with with my girl at the time we weren't together then we got back together shortly after the baby came and then we spent a long time into it like working we, it out yeah or or, or not Conflict. working it out <laughs> yeah so and let everybody else get in between it the media the courts everything and what i can say is that more rarely than people getting married do people get married to somebody that they already started their family with mm -hmm. What it's, made you settle down? Cause like, was it a spiritual thing? Cause yeah. I can't imagine Chance being out here being a grimy ass, just man. You gotta understand how famous I was. Like, it was <laughs> easy. Was. I know. I'm just saying. Like at the time when oh, I was yeah, going yeah, through yeah. that stuff, like and you got young still yeah. too. Winning Grammys, oh yeah, yeah. Traveling, yeah. hotel parties, at, uh, club after parties. You know, it's a it's a lifestyle. The artists tell me that they'd be like, Chance for <laughs> Chance, really a ratchet ass dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, it's, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not perfect. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely have gotten better. Mm -hmm. But it was definitely a, a, a point in time where there was nobody really telling me that me not marrying my wife was wrong, other than my wife and very select friends. Yeah. And I mean, just being honest, even my parents, like they were like, you have a lot to to focus on, a lot to worry about. When I was with her, you are dating her. When I was not dating her, you are paying child support or doing blah blah blah. And so they ra it gets rationalized to you that it's like, okay, I made a rap album about God. That's good enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I rap about God. I'm straight. Mm -hmm. But, like, that is not enough. But what's deep is, like, I can't really explain what happened on my wife's side because she was good. She had money. She had her own place. She had, you know, opportunities. She, mm -hmm. had, she was happy. And so I would just say, the grace of God is what got me back with her. Like, right. obviously, I figured out what was wrong personally, and I had to have that own personal conviction. But like, it being this good, mm -hmm. or I can't, ex I can't no explain. There's it. nothing like that stability in marriage. Nothing man. at all. Nothing and there was like a period of time structure. that she really couldn't stand you. Yeah, definitely. Because you was a cheater, probably. Because I was a cheater, and also because we were, it, we were out of out of that that connected space where we were on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Once that goes to court, that's why I keep bringing up court because <laughs> I would love for people that's thinking about it or that's on the precipice or the cusp of letting some random, probably white person, make a decision that's, and a lot of times, everlasting on your relationship with your child, right. on who pays for what, on what times you get to see them. Right. Like, try and figure it out internally before you go that far. You know what I'm saying? I could never imagine that. I, I, I want to talk about some of your charity work. I was going to say, I see you vaping right. now. So you stopped smoking cigarettes? Yes. Also, you I smoke cigarettes? You knew that. Yes. I didn't know Chance. Like crazy. The heavy cigarette smoking. Yes. Heavy. I had no idea. You also got to remember the last time I was here, I didn't have no Grammys. I didn't have no raps about God. I was 
I was the ass yeah. rapper. And you were kind of fat. You lost time. a lot of weight too. I was never fat. Was I was swole. Fat, you a little chubby. This <laughs> just be saying anything. You were also darker skinned the last time. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's also true. Uh, I got a dermatologist. Yeah, that's true. Everyone. But you stopped smoking cigarettes. That's a good I stopped, thing. That's a great I stopped thing. smoking cigarettes, which usually makes you gain weight. Mm -hmm. I got so in November of last year, I took a what's called a sabbatical with my wife, and basically, and, and my daughter and my sister in law. I was one of my best friends. Um, so we all went to. Uh, Costa Rica. And you don't got to go to Costa Rica, but I will tell you, it's beautiful. But uh, we went away, and I left all my cigarettes, obviously, at home. And what I did was I read four books from the Bible. Okay. They, they don't talk about, like, how to quit cigarettes. But it was a good thing for me to learn at a time when I was trying to become dependent on something else. Mm -hmm. And so we basically went out there. We went, like, I got on some jet skis, got massages, chilled, just bent, went with my wife, tried to stay off social media a lot. And I just read, and when I came back, I had been two weeks without cigarettes, and it just made it a lot easier. And I won't say I haven't smoked one more cigarette since then, mm -hmm. but, like, man, I used to be two-and-a-half-pack-a-day smoker, yeah. That's Why not good. to smoke weed? That's a, cigarettes are disgusting. Yeah, yeah, they're way, way different. I don't know if you ever, you probably never smoked a cigarette, nah. but it's way, way, way different mm -hmm. than smoking weed. I want to ask him about, uh, you played the Million Dollars to Chicago Mental House. Yeah. Which I thought was very, very dope. Thanks, man. Yeah, so... Social Works is my uh, nonprofit in Chicago, and we do a lot of work with everybody, but mainly with uh, with the youth and with uh, homeless and transient youth, uh, but homeless population across the board in the city. Um, we also do education and uh, like uh, and civic work, like learning how the system works, and then also we have like a vacation Bible school that we started. Well, we started funding six years ago, but it's been around for forty years. So uh, this newest thing. It's called My State of Mind, and it's an initiative that we started this past year. And basically what we did was uh, I put up a million dollars, and $600,000 went to six different mental health facilities in Chicago that we're going to be announcing at the end of the month. And then the really cool part, and this is only for the first year after this, it'll go back to being a regular cohort where everybody gets $100,000. But we took $400,000 and created this, this dope app that we're going to be uh, releasing at the same time at the Social Work Summit. Uh, and basically, the My State of Mind app works kind of like a Yelp review of all the mental health facilities and wellness centers in Dope. not only the city or the county, but the whole state. Dope. What you know made you want to do that? Was it because of your own personal struggles or just people you know? Or Yeah, I, w I would say that those are the same thing. So, like, I, I haven't been, like, ever diagnosed with depression or anxiety or anything, but I would definitely I say that I felt those things. Yeah, and I, and, and I think so... On a large level, I think it's the stigma uh, associated with it. So, like, the fact that a lot of us don't want to go get help or admit that we need to get help. And so maybe that's a possibility why I've never been diagnosed or never had official Xanax medication. But there's also, like, I think, like, what you were just saying about having people that are my friends or family that are dealing with it, and they don't know where to go. So taking away the stigma, advertising every single place possible, and making it normal. So it's like, oh yeah, I'll sign up for a little yoga class because I'm feeling sad. Like, it makes you, like, pick an emoji, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a real cool app. Right. And, and uh, But it, it's like, let it, having that go out for the city and the, and the state, I think it'll it'll start to go to other places. Alright, we got more with Chance to Rapper when we come back. Let's get into a joint off the album. It's called Hot Shower. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Surgeon, I'ma call him in now. That was Chance to Rap a Hot Shower. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Chance to Rapper. Now, my daughter's a huge fan. I know you got to go. So two questions right fast. 
One of you going on tour, she would yes. like to know. Yes, sorry. And two, I saw some dates announced. And yes. two, Juice. She wants to know why she can't find Juice on Spotify, Tidal, or Apple Music. She was like, that's one of her favorite joints. She can't get it. Great. All right, so two questions. I'll answer the first one, the second one first. Uh, so Juice, it is available on streaming platforms, just not the way that you're used to hearing it. So, uh, you know, I made all my mixtapes. A lot of them, like, I'm 19, 20, sometimes in high school. And you don't know all of the the legal in and outs of like so clearing clear stuff. I ain't clear shit. Well, I was what? I was 19. You know, like I got I got approval from uh I think it was Curtis Mayfield who covered the song that I sampled, but the cover is an interpolation of a John Lennon song. John Lennon passed away. His wife Yoko Ono is extremely old. She clears all of his stuff and she's God bless her so she's not she's not doing super well in terms of her health. And so it was like it got down to the wire and it was just like What's the best thing that we could do with this? So what we did was I recorded a 30-second piece because you got to have 30 seconds worth of audio for it to count as a stream. And I explained to people that all the money allocated from these streams will go towards social works and, and doing something positive. So if you got Acid Rap, which is available on Apple and on iTunes and on Spotify and all that now, make sure you play Juice at least once. And then the Four. first... And the first question, yes. My tour, uh, the Big Day Tour starts September 14th in the Bay. Come out to San Francisco. Uh, it's coming to your city, wherever you live. It's coming to you. Tickets are available in some cities on chancewraps.com. And my brother's coming out on tour with me, too. Taylor. Okay, Taylor. TB. <laughs> Hold on, one last quick question, because I was in the uh, press conference yeah. with Roger Goodell and Jay-Z. Jay-Z mentioned your name a few times. Really? You did. He actually mentioned your name so much that he said, he was, I'm saying Chance's name a lot. But would you perform at the halftime show? If he asked Sheesh, you? that's a crazy question. Um, nah, I'm, I wouldn't. And it's not no knock to anybody. I just think the I think a word that a lot of people are using is actionable items. I don't think the Super Bowl is my actionable item. I think there's certain things that I would like to see get changed and I work on them. And people that, there's a lot of people that help me. Shout out to Jay-Z who's helped me a lot since day one. But there's things that I got to do personally that I think will affect change and empower other people to, to affect change that would be outside of the Super Bowl. What I might the social justice component of it? Would you help with that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I have my own means of, like, damn, I hate the word social justice. Let's just say, like, the police are killing is crazy, like, <laughs> violently. That's not, I'm not saying that's all police, but I'm saying the police system. Mm-hmm. And they're not being held accountable. This this entire system that we have in place, from how we elect a president, to how presidents make decisions, to how judges work, to how the title of being a police officer, the, the legitimacy of being in the police union, it's not fair. We're all, all of us in this room, they call us uh, citizens. But all the other people that I was just mentioning, a president, a judge, a, a police officer, they're not tried the same way. And so... The first thing that has to happen is there has to become a stigma around policing that stops people from believing that if they speak up as a police officer about something that they see wrong, that they're that, a traitor, that they're a traitor yeah. or that they'll get in trouble or that their life is in danger. So once we start to clean up that, create a stigma where people stop, uh, where people stop feeling like it's okay to do whatever they want, and we start to see convictions and start to see like an actual real criminal process like the rest of us go through if we was to up and kill somebody or, God forbid, harm a police officer. Once we start to see that, then that's 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 real change happening at, at a real rate. Then other people that are big names or big organizations can say, oh, we totally back this movement. Mm-hmm. So 
With that being said, <laughs> uh, I'm not rapping at the Super Bowl. Don't catch me live at the Super Bowl. But I am the ambassador for NBA All-Star Weekend in Chicago. All right. That might mean that there's other announcements to be made after okay. that. But I, like, just, I, I like what you're doing the same way I like what Jay's doing because you are the type of person that changes things and from within. And I look up to Jay and I call Jay when I need help. Yeah. So just... Because he watches your show. Yeah, but you change things from within. Like, you actually kick it with the politicians. You donate the, the politicians. I think that's dope. Everybody asked their last question. I just had one last question. Still independent, yeah. but um, you mentioned Sylvia Rohn, and you mentioned yeah. a bag that yeah. could be, it wasn't big enough. Yeah. So is that a consideration for you for real? The only problem is with me, like, I'm in a different place. Like You'd be a fool to sign a record yeah. deal. For one, I'd be a fool financially, and it wouldn't benefit me in any way. Right. But... Even if there was an astronomical number that did benefit me and, like, there's, like, the craziest terms in the world that have never been done before, I'm at this point a beacon of that whole thing. And so everything is about, like I said, narrative and, mm -hmm. and how you're represented. So mm -hmm. there's people in the industry that are not like Sylvia Rohn that want to see this all fall apart so right. that they can prove that you need them mm -hmm. in order to to make it work. So I would say to anybody out there that's an independent artist, my number one pieces of advice, don't sign a record deal. Don't sign a distribution deal. Don't sign a, a publishing deal. Don't sign a management deal. Hire the people that you need to work with you. Pick out your goals and go go get them done. And you could get them done and it'll and it'll work and you'll connect with your fan base and you'll make money. And another piece of advice, go on the, one of those little websites I, I don't want to, like, specific... I'll say a few of them that I know, so it's not like I'm advertising, but Ditto, DistroKid, mm -hmm. TuneCore, you can go onto those websites. This this for everybody listening that's an artist. You can go to that website right now, any of those websites right now, pay $10 a year, and now your music's on. Every platform. Spotify, mm -hmm. SoundCloud, Tidal, Apple Music, iTunes, everywhere everywhere that... That's, like, that's like one of the main barriers of entry. A lot of people think you got to sign a deal before you could even do that. Mm -hmm. So, like... Once you start to realize how many things are not decided by a label, you could do United Masters too, and then get and then you got radio play. Oh, Steve Stout likes that. That's my boy, Steve. Shout out to Steve Stout. That's my boy. There's a lot of things that you could do without the the label deal. And I think you need to turn a big day into a stage play starring puppets. Ooh, yes. Produce that with me, because I know you're getting a lot of money at this point. I'm doing okay in life. I know you. Are. I don't think that would be dope. Like I because like I said before, I said Chance makes music that makes puppets dance. And that wasn't a diss. It's just that when you hear it, it's like a happy thing. Yeah. You should do a stage play. I've always been, puppets. I've always been in the theater. I've always been into writing and directing, like working with actors and like coming. That's that was my favorite part of this album. If I could flex a little bit, I wrote those skits on the album. Mm -hmm. And there's very and there's been like people that like because I am like a little bit in the theater world that have reached out to me and given me a little kudos, nice. give me a little pat on the back. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was a good trial run mm -hmm. from my first like real putting my my right I, I've done other stuff with with skits but this is probably on the largest scale and yeah now I'm definitely ready to start writing some and puppets make it more digestible I actually did a whole tour with puppets before yeah really? yeah I did a whole I did a whole tour that I put together in a, in a month and a half with dialogue and haha -Ha Davis wow. starred in it so what I did was I had all these people come to Chicago because I wanted to bring a choir out on tour with me for a coloring book but I didn't have the money to hire a choir to go with me so what I did was I brought in a choir to Chicago, pre-recorded all the vocals, and then I got these animatronic puppets that work on a timer mm -hmm. and just had them basically be a fake choir that popped up. Then I had, like, another puppet that would come out that was named Lady Dame, and she would come talk to me, and then I'd do same drugs on the piano with her as a duet. Then I had this big 
giant lion in the back named Carlos, which is Aha Davis's real name. That's a stupid joke. Like <laughs> no one would ever get that. But his name was Carlos, and he had come out. He's a giant lion. And he talked to me, and it was and it was fun. It was dope. dope. That's dope. But yeah, I'm, I definitely want to get into more writing and definitely get that big day album. Yes. And uh, we appreciate you for joining us too, man. Uh, I've been I've I haven't been here in so long. Yo, I needed to come back. I know. Well, thank Send you. our love to Kristen. Also. I will. I will. Yeah. Don't, don't make sure you come a little sooner. You don't make it. How, how long has it been? Three years. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been since 2014. All right. Well, Chance the Rapper, we appreciate you again. Yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. The big day is out now, and it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Joe Button. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Joe Button was criticizing Sway Lee's Won't Be Late song, his collab with Drake. I guess he didn't like it too much. Mm. And here's what he said. It was ass. Hey, Sway Lee, hear me and hear me good. I'm here to double down. That is a, a two-pack of ass. The f*** are you talking about? That stinks with Drake at the end of the f***ing summer. Well, Sway Lee responded. He said everyone has an opinion. Unfortunately, every opinion is incredible, and some just don't hold any weight. He also said this. So this decides to get on his little podcast. Veins popping out his head. Screaming, spitting, and talking about my singles was trash. Them songs is straight heat, boy, international. I, and I know that for a fact, so Joe Budden, I don't need your opinion on my songs, you feel me? That song wasn't written about you. It wasn't written for you. But before you feel the need to, like, bring my up on one of your podcasts and speak negative, negatively of it, just turn your whole Wi-Fi connection off and cancel the whole podcast. I haven't heard the second record in that two pack that two uh, pack of ass Joe is referencing, but the record with Drake and Sway Lee is dope to me. But that's just my opinion. I wonder what do the kids think about that record? All right. Well, Joe Button also had his pool party <laughs> over the weekend, and Drake was trolling him in the comments as Joe Button went live. Drake is funny. He was saying, "We want Rory. We want Rory." And that's when Joe Button was explaining their love hate relationship. And then he also asked him to play some of Joe Button's music at the party. He said, "I want to see if they ring off." And he just goes on to say, Pump It Up will send that Airbnb into a frenzy <laughs> on God. Joe got an Airbnb? Yeah, the Airbnb? It's not a no damn Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of trolling going on. How you know Joe ain't got no Airbnb? <laughs> wait, wait, but I don't Listen, know. I will say Joe is entitled to his opinion when it comes to the Sway Lee uh, music. But I, the, my only thing is Joe not going to say that to Sway Lee's face. Like, I just don't like when Joe yelling screams about an artist, but then when he gets face to face with them, he's talking all calm. Like, I want him to keep that same energy at all times because when he's face-to-face with these artists, he doesn't do that. All right, 50 Cent, let's talk about the Power theme song. I know everybody watched the Power series premiere last mm-hmm. night. Well, the this season's premiere last night. I watched it, too. Um, and there was some talk about the original Power theme song because that was originally done by Joe. And Trey Button? Songs redid no, it. No, the R&B no, singer the Joe. R&B singer mm-hmm. Joe. Y'all know that. This is the original. They say this is a big, rich town. Dropping the clues box for this classic... Classic theme songs. All right, now let's put on Trey Song's uh, theme song version. Okay, now wait a minute. It's not that, that's not whack. 
No, it's not whack. I just think but people are very used to the original theme song. Compared to the yes. original, I'm farting on it. <laughs> Give me some, I'm giving this a mask. It's not whack. It's not whack. Now, I would say this. If Trey Song's version was out first, and they tried to switch it, people would be mad about that, too. Uh, if we if get, it was a spliff, we'd all be high. We get used to You get used to a theme song. That was a classic. That's right. You can't change classic theme songs. All like, right, you know so here's what 50 Cent had to say. These motherfuckers talking about Trey songs. Trey did that as a favor for me, man. I'm going to have to um put that mother back the way it was. <laughs> <laughs> Why in the last season of the show would you change the theme song? That's his boy, Trey. I guess he did, he did a remix. He put, he put A Boogie on it. If, shoot a video. If, if you're not going to do, like the Cosby show used to change theme songs every episode. But when you got every a, season. Every season. Every season, right. But when you got a classic theme song, you leave it. Like, Girlfriends is a classic theme song. Yeah. My girlfriends. Okay. Boondocks is a classic theme the song. The Jeffersons. Moving on up. Moving on up. Yes, yes. To yes. the east side. Good times. The classic theme song. <laughs> Good times. Yo, I, would, I would put power in there. If I had to write a top 10 a of classic theme songs, Absolutely. power would definitely be in there. And I'm okay. talking about top 10 of my whole life. But we all know the biggest is... Uh, in West Philadelphia, born and raised Ooh. in the playground is where I spent most of my days. That's the biggest of all time. You might be right That's about the biggest. That. that might be number one. I'm not going to argue that That's one. That's right. Because it be was honest. him rapping on it, and that That's was just right. a regular song that you could play. one, guys. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. Hold on. Now, y'all got me wanting to make a top 10 theme song list. Forget <laughs> all them top 50 rappers list. I'm going to do a top 10 <laughs> black TV show theme songs of all time. God damn it. And uh, besides that, there's a, there's a story... Of a guy that's, named... That's the Brady Bunch. See, as soon as I say black, you always got to... Oh, you said black? I didn't say black. I just thought you said things. You voted for Trump, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, as soon as, I did not vote for Trump. I say black, then you want to bring up the thinking, Brady goddamn bunch. I'm just thinking of theme songs. That big theme songs. What about different strokes? I don't remember different How's it go? <laughs> the world don't move to the beat of just, just one, one drum. drum. Well, it might be right, right for you. That ain't my topic. And y'all gonna call that black? Was that black? people on the show. It was black people on the show. Was it black, though? Bill Drummond was What you talk about, Envy? What you talking about? All right, guys, we got to move on. I was thinking if there's anything else. Um, we have to move on. Right. Charlamagne, who are you giving that, that donkey right to? I don't know. Y'all got me thinking about top 10 themes or something. Don't say anything else. Donkey of the day. A is different going world. To, How was a different world go? Different world's up there. I don't know if it's top 10, though. Let's discuss this. Let's do donkey and then discuss All right, all right, all right. we'll do that I'm when we come this. back. All right, donkey of the day is up next. It's yes. the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, Charlamagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed play. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been cold oh, a lot of my 23 years, but Donkey moving of the Day on is a new one. To the east side. All right. We finally got a piece of the pie. All right, let me get this donkey out of the way so we can get to these theme songs. Uh, donkey of the Day. For Monday, August 26th, goes to Doug Gottlieb. I have uh, no idea how to pronounce his last name. Uh, Doug Gottlieb. He's a former Notre Dame and Oklahoma State basketball player. Uh, I'm not quite sure what he does now, but he got on my radar this weekend because of a tweet he posted in reference to the retirement of Andrew Luck. Yes, if you haven't heard, Andrew Luck of the Indianapolis Colts, 29 years old, he decided to retire from the NFL. And when you listen to his list of injuries, then you will not blame him. Let's go to NFL Network to hear some of this story. Lindsay, Andrew Luck has informed the Indianapolis Colts that he plans to retire from the NFL. But this is the product of a mental and physical toll that goes back 
a number of years. You think back to all the injuries that Andrew Luck went through. He has told me on multiple occasions that he feels as if he is more in touch with his body and what his body is telling him than he was prior to the shoulder injury, the kidney laceration, all the other things that he went through. The calf and lower leg injury that Luck has been dealing with since the spring is something that the Colts really thought he was going to be completely back from. The tone shifted over the past couple of weeks. Andrew Luck has had a lot of changes in his life. He got married in the offseason. His first child is due. He certainly is entering a different stage in his life. I don't know if y'all could follow all of that, but Andrew Luck was about to die. All right? <laughs> I would say about to die, <laughs> at least, man. At least that's what I think in my mind. All right? How can you blame this 29-year-old for choosing his health over anything else? Health is wealth, physical and mental. The great Buddha said to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our minds strong and clear. Okay, one thing you kids don't understand is you are going to be old much longer than you are young, if you are blessed. And human beings, contrary to popular belief, we are supposed to appreciate with value, not depreciate. Uh, the man had a lacerated kidney. He was peeing blood. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in my 30s feeling like I'm in my 80s, 90s, okay? So I have zero problem with Andrew Luck's decision to retire. Even if I did, who am I? <laughs> who gives a damn? That's not my decision to make. That's his. And who are we to tell him he's tripping? Well, Doug Gottlieb is here to say, hold my bear. All right, Doug tweeted out, retiring because rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. I repeat, he tweeted out, retiring because rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Hashtag Andrew Luck. Now, it's plenty of things I question about millennials. Okay, like interns getting paid. When I was an intern, that didn't happen. But times change, companies evolve. I wish I did get paid as an intern, so I'm not mad at them for getting paid. Okay, I don't like participation trophies. I don't think you should get a trophy for being seventh place. All right, that's one of the most millennial things ever to me. But retiring from a violent sport like football because you have had torn cartilage in two ribs, a partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him peeing blood, at least one con concussion, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, and a calf ankle issue? That don't have nothing to do with being a millennial. That has everything to do with being a human that loves himself to know when to walk away. All right? I don't care how much money you have. You cannot enjoy your wealth if you're not in good health. All right? The first wealth is health. All right? In fact, the only people who don't care about good health are those who don't know any better. All right? Fools, idiots, donkeys, whatever you want to call them. Doug Gottlieb, I don't know what you want, but please... That rhetoric you're spreading is dangerous because it doesn't have anything to do with not wanting to rehab an injury and everything to do with understanding that your body will be around a lot longer than any money or material items. So you have to invest in yourself. And that's exactly what Andrew Luck is doing, and that's exactly what Andrew Luck did. God bless that man, and please give anyone with anything negative to say about his decision, especially Doug Gottlieb, the biggest he are. What's wrong with people? All right. Jesus. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Now, let's open up the phone lines. Yes. 800-585-1051. Let's talk TV theme songs. Thank you to 50 and Trey Songs, because uh, I don't even know why we started talking about this this morning. Now, I initially said we should keep it the black TV show theme songs, but we can't do that, because I really do got some white TV show theme songs that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. Now, I have a top 10. Should I give my top 10 you now have a top or 10? later? Oh, I got a top 10 TV show theme song. You want to do it later? We'll do it. We'll we do, do it when we come, come back. 800-585-1051. We want to know your top 10. TV theme song. That's right. I got a top ten. Y'all don't have to call up here and give you a top ten. I'm just saying that I have a I have a top ten. All right, we'll do it when I we come got back. Eleven that I really really enjoy. All right, we'll do it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about favorite TV theme songs. All right. So now, Charlemagne, you got a list. I do have a list, man. Uh, now, listen, we we got to tell them where we got this topic from. Of All right, now this they... came from, uh, of course, Fifty Cent. Power is back, and 50 Cent changed yes. the theme song a little bit. Instead of being 50 Cent and Joe, he changed it to Trey Songs and A Boogie, and people are giving him hell for it. Yes, and the reason I, I think people are giving him hell because I don't know if we realize it or not because Power's only been on for six seasons. To me, Power is one of the greatest... TV show theme songs of all time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the original with Joe. Now, I have a top 11 theme songs that I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. This is Charlemagne the God's okay, let me hear personal these. list. Let me hear these. All right? I think Envy is correct. Fresh Prince, number one. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Fresh Prince may be number one, but I'm telling you, I think I know something that could be number one, too, if we open what? it up to all let me hear this, let me hear demographics this. of TV show. What? Golden Girls, bruh. Yeah. Golden Girls is a Golden. tough, tough, tough theme song. See, but man. I got another one that might be might be Golden Girls. Talk to me. The Jetsons. Oh, meet George Jetson. I like the Jetsons. Uh, you know me. Uh, I am a I am a, a super fan of this show. Um, Girlfriends. You know, Girlfriends mm. had an amazing theme song. I mean, as soon as it just feels so warm, it feels like a hug. My girlfriend's okay, 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 okay. dead through thick and thin. It just that, that theme song just felt like a hug. Now, what about what about this one? Gilligan's Island. Ooh, eh, not really. No, not Gilligan's Island. I mean, I get it. I, I get it. Gilligan's Island told the story of the whole show yeah, and the theme song. Nah, okay, all right. Okay, all right. I'm just going to run down my list. The Jeffersons. Jeffersons, absolutely. Good Times. Good Times. Yep. So um, my list. All That. What's all that? All, all, all that. Oh, yeah. All that. I think okay. that was TLC, by the way. Yeah, that was TLC. And Angie Stone was Girlfriends. Um, mm. Different World. It, yeah, it's a different world. Yep. Different World was hard. Um, I'm going to tell you a sleeper. 
for me, what's that? I, I thoroughly used to enjoy True Blood on HBO, so I used to really, really like True Blood. Nah, I never watched. You know that. what I'm saying? But I think a big sleeper man is Cheers. Where everybody, everybody knows you wanna go? Your where name. everybody yeah, knows your one. name? But Mr. Rogers, would you be mine? Would you be mine? Would, would you, you be, be my, my neighbor? neighbor? No, my neighbor. because the neighborhood is segregated and I can't be your neighbor, <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> All right. But cheers. Cheers is a great theme cheers, song. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I actually wanted to remix that and uh, make Cheers a gay bar. Like, you want to go where everybody, you know, you want to go where people know. That sexuality is all the same. <laughs> you want to go where everybody knows you're gay. Okay. I'm with that one. I'm with that one. Let's go to the phone lines, man. Hello, who's this? Drea. Hey, Drea, we're talking TV theme songs. Top, my top song has to be The Proud Family. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Sing it for us. Sing it for I'm us. not mad at you. Sing it for us. I'm calling from Columbia, South Carolina. I just want to shout out all the HBCUs in South Carolina, SC State, and Morris College. 803, right. salute, salute to SC State. I'm going to be there for uh, SC State's homecoming. Hello, who's this? Santana. Hey, mama, we're talking. What's your favorite uh, TV theme song? You know Solange did the Proud Family theme song, too, by the way. Oh, she did? Yeah. It was Solange featuring Destiny's Child. Different, different world's world, tough, baby. It's a tough one. Sing it, sing it, sing it right fast. I know my parents, parents love me. Stand behind me every day. One day. Yeah, that was Aretha Franklin. I know I'm just not ready. All right, we got it. 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 That's Aretha Franklin, by the way. <laughs> I think that was a yeah, that was Aretha Franklin. I don't know, but she killed that song. I don't know. Hello, who's this? Hello. Yo, what's up? This is Lenard from Detroit. There's hey. only one Lenard in this world. Lenard, and that's Lenard. me. What's your favorite yeah, TV theme song? Charlemagne, you spelling your name wrong. It's L A N A R D. No, it's not. Mine is L E N A R D, sir. <laughs> All right, no. What do you want, Lenard? L A N A R D. What's your favorite theme song? <laughs> Yo, favorite theme song, and a lot of people sleep on this one. Homeboys in Outer Space. Mercenary Brothers. Down for one another. Y'all remember that? No. Nope. What? No. An old boy from a different world, Ron. Come on, man. I've never watched Homeboys in Outer Space man, in my life. I've never seen that one either, bro. You on your own? Man, it was on UPN. Nah. Come what did you man. What did you like about that show? Because it was black people in Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no. It was a good concept, man. It was a good concept, man. Like, like, look, you don't really associate black people with outer space, so that's why I'm not with a win in my book, man. Never watched Nah, it. I never seen it, bro. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right. 800-585-1051. What's your favorite TV theme song? Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I'm just thinking back now. We're talking about your favorite TV theme songs. We open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. We used to watch The Golden Girls, them four I love the Golden old Girls. white women. We used to watch it. Golden Girls is great. Um, and I'm going to tell you something. You know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that might be, that that might, that got to be top three, right? Right. But 
I would probably say two, and I would have to say Golden Girls might be number one TV theme song of all time. I'm going to tell you why, because those are theme songs. You can play those theme songs anywhere, and everybody will sing them verbatim. Everybody. Let me see. Black, white, it don't matter. Thank, Thank you, you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a palette of confidant. Hey. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift from be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Let that first prince whip one time, though. All right, all right, let me go to Let that first prince, prince whip, 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 whip one time, okay? All right, hold on. I'm going to go to Fresh Prince. Things. Everybody knows this joke. I mean, this is, like, so easy. Let's go. Hey. Hey, no matter where you are, black, white, everybody sings this. Brown, watch this. Everybody knows where this guy was raised. Yep. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. No, on the playground was where I spent. Like, oh! And tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. I always forget about that little part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always forget about that little part. Now here goes. Now here goes. Now, you know where Will was raised. Hey. Not yet, not yet. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. On the playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all. Shooting some b-ball outside of the school. And a couple of guys grew up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I'm going to be honest with you. Golden Girls slap harder than this, bro. Yeah, you're right, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you another one we've been sleeping on. Living single. Mm. Living single was hard. Queen Latifah did the living single joint. Mm-hmm. We are living single, single. Say what, say what? in a 90s kind of world. I'm, I'm glad, glad I got, got my girl. girl. Keep, Keep your head up. What? Keep your head up. That's right. Why are you yeah. turning DMX just now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Winston. Winston, what's your, the what's your favorite TV theme song, bro? My favorite white TV theme song? Any theme song. Nah, the white one is, is the is the Wonder Years. My black one is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Ooh, the Wonder Years! The Wonder I forget years. about the Wonder the Years with Kevin and Whitley. Years. Whitney. You know about that. Kevin and, whoa, what was her name? Whitley? Whitney. 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 Kevin and Whitney. Yeah. And I forgot about the Wonder Years. I forgot about right. that one, too. Thank you, man. Well, Sing it for me. That was my trick. Yeah, dude. man. What would you do with that same attitude? <laughs> would you wind off or grind up on me? <laughs> Hello, who's this? <laughs> Hi, this is Jessica. Hey, hey Jessica, Jessica, what's your favorite TV theme song? Friends, of course. Friends. I ain't never used to watch no Friends. Why would I watch what? Friends? Sing Friends. Go ahead. Are you crazy? Friends I'll was a rip-off of Girlfriends. For you. What? Friends was the best. I never watched Friends either. I never watched Friends. I, I, I've, I've been hearing that people talk about that theme song. I never watched Friends, though. Hello, who's this? Wasn't enough diversity on that this show Lamar. for me. Lamar, what's your favorite TV theme song? Man, I got so many, but, like, to, just to bring back the past, how about, like, Growing Pains? As long as we got each other, other. we know the world, and it's open all and you and me, there's something new. Nah, B. I didn't used to watch Growing Pains. Nah, was Growing Pains part of TGIF? I don't remember that being part of the TGIF lineup. 
Now, I, now it was one of those, one of those like pre TGIF jump offs. They used to come in early mornings. Yeah, I remember you know, growing pains. Robin Thicke's Mike daddy, Steve Allen, yeah, and Kirk Cameron. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah I don't know classic, about that. Classic. It That's was classic. Cool. I just never used to watch it. Me neither. Hello, who's this? It's Teray from Detroit. Hey, Teray from Detroit. Talk to me, Teray. Hey, y'all. Okay, so I got a white one and a black theme song that I like. Talk to me. So the white one I like is the Facts of Life. With oh, yes. You take the good, you take the bad, you take the good, and then you add the Facts of Life. Facts of life. The Facts of Life. You're right. What else you got, Teray? You're right, Teray. And the last one is, of course, 227, because there's no place like home. There's no place like home. God damn it, you're right. Sing it, Teray. I can't remember. I'll go, Teray. No place like, like home. Like home. Woo-hoo. Teray been waiting for this his whole life. go wrong when you know that you love. You don't need to roam. Because there ain't no place like home. Better believe it. Right, ain't no Ray. place like. Better believe it. Right. Ain't no place like home. To racing better than you, man. What's the moral of the story? Is there a moral? I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot of my my top eleven was Fresh Prince, uh, Girlfriends, Power, the original one, The Jeffersons, Good Times, Cheers, uh, True Blood, all that, Different World, Golden Girls, Living Single. But I'm gonna tell you, when you start talking about two two seven, when you start talking about facts of life, now I'm thinking about Amen. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Because yeah. Amen and 227 used to come on the same night. We ain't family nobody, matters. Nobody mentioned Martin? Martin! Martin! Little single was hard. And Man. I'm going to tell you something. Everybody, you got to get a black woman to do your theme song. Because think about it. Angie Stone did Girlfriends. Queen Latifah did Living Single. Yep. Solange did um, Proud Family. Proud family. Yep, yep, I think yep. TLC did all that. Yep. Like, I don't know. Other than that, Golden Girls, I think Golden Girls got the crowd now. Ah, it's between Golden Girls and Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince was hard, man, but Golden Girls slap. They do slap. All right. Well, when we come back, rumors on the way don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to LA Lakers. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, HBO has an untitled Showtime Lakers project pilot, and it's based on the book Showtime, Magic, Kareem Riley, and the Los Angeles Lakers Dynasty of the 1980s. So it's going to chronicle the professional and personal lives of the 80s era Lakers. And Michael Shannon has been cast as Lakers owner Jerry Buss. You guys interested in seeing that? I love it. 80s Lakers Showtime era, man. I, I don't think people realize this is a reason that I say Magic Johnson is like you can say Michael Jordan is the greatest ball player of all time, but then Magic Johnson is, like, right there with him. He went to nine finals in 13 seasons, won five of them. That whole Showtime Lakers dynasty was amazing. It was. I would love to see that. And they're going to show how many girls he was smashing probably, too. I don't know if they're going to Which led to him getting HIV. They got to. You got to show that lifestyle. That lifestyle led to that. You got to show that. All right, now let's talk about Taylor Swift, Love Her or Hate Her. Her first day sales for her album, Lover, are more than any other 2019 album's first week totals. So that's just for day one is more than any other album's first week totals. Taylor Swift put out an album? Yep, Lover, her seventh studio album. Had no idea. Well, a lot of people do know, apparently. What's the numbers? Her first day alone, $2 million in sales. Too so many that's sales. More, so how many more that? than anybody else in the first week. Just yeah, but that could be day. like that. Don't mean I, yeah, how many? How, how many, many albums? So yeah, how many streamed? You know, well, they haven't told us the numbers yet because no. again, it's still, it still just came out. But uh, they're saying it's going to be her biggest sale since 
uh, week one of her last album, Reputation, back in 2017. Reputation didn't do good, though. So, yeah, I mean, look, regardless of the fact, there's clearly a lot of Taylor Swift fans out there. So she also shared a diary entry about her Kanye West VMA incident. And in a reprint of her diaries with her deluxe edition of her album, Lover, she put, if you had told me that one of the biggest stars in music was going to jump on stage and announce that he thought I shouldn't have won on live television, I would have said that stuff doesn't really happen in real life. Well, apparently it does. And that journal entry is from September 18th of 2009. She's still talking about that? Nobody gives a damn. All right, (laughs) the man, he sounds so heavy in that goddamn journal. I can smell the helmets. She also explained why country music, she feels like, contributed to her lack of political activism. She said back in 2002, she was only 13 years old, and the Dixie Chicks got all this backlash over their criticism of George Bush's Iraq war. He was the president at the time. She said, I come from country music. The number one thing they absolutely drill into you as a country artist, and you can ask any other country artist this, is don't be like the Dixie Chicks. So that's kind of the reason why she's never been involved in politics. She also said she doesn't feel educated enough to speak on a subject that would go on to carry so much weight. Well, here's the thing. You know, uh, it's nothing wrong with speaking out against what you think is wrong. That's what the Dixie Chicks did. The Dixie Chicks, that wasn't even a matter of politics. That was just a matter of them speaking out against something that they thought was wrong. Well, she has recently in the past couple of years now spoken out and she said she waited until two years into Trump's presidency uh, to actually have some type of thoughts on politics. Oh, she waited until it was safe. Because she felt like it was necessary. <laughs> everybody she else was she waited until it was yeah. safe. Yeah, everybody else was doing it. Mm-hmm. So she decided to speak out now. Well, I think a lot of people feel like it's necessary now more than ever. A lot of people that haven't been as involved in politics are now being more involved because they feel like it's a state of emergency. Well, let me ask you a question. If an artist had uh, received some type of backlash for going at Trump, like somebody like a Kathy Griffin, if, a, if something like that happened to a country artist, I bet you Taylor would have shut her ass up. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I can't say that, but I, I think people should be like, okay, you know, we encourage people to be involved, whether they catch on late or not. That's why I respect somebody like Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones is the biggest nationally syndicated country radio personality in the world, and he's never afraid to speak out uh, against, you know, something that's wrong, even I, if his base gets upset. All right, now let's get into it about what's going on with Cardi B's best friend, Star Brim. Now, Charlamagne, you had her on Brilliant Idiots. I did have her on the Brilliant Idiots. And here's what she had to say about Ra Ali. So I'm in jail, and I honestly feel like if I was there, it would not have happened. Before she would have had that knot, I would have had that knot. Even if I see Ra Ali to this day, I'm gonna smash Ra Ali. Like no, we don't want to. We don't want to encourage that. What do you mean by smash? <laughs> <laughs> what, what I mean is, you feel me? I'm with whatever, with whoever. Like yeah. I'm with whatever with whoever. You feel me? I already I feel away against her because at the end of the day, you feel me? You taking on somebody else's beef, which is cool because I take on my friend's beef. But the friend is here now. Well, Raleigh responded, oftentimes open threats such as this go under the radar when you don't have a voice. I won't be going back and forth regarding this on social media, but I want you to know that I heard you threaten me, Shorty, loud and clear. Then the two of them had some DM action and some activity where they talked about linking up, no cops, no cameras. But it looks like Star Brim thinks that Raleigh is going to call the cops on her and she can't be in a situation like that. She just got home. I, I, I hate the fact that that's what the headline from that two-hour interview you know, a uh, two-hour conversation was, because I think Star Brim has a very interesting story that people can learn from, especially the fact that she grew up in a two-parent household and became a blood at 12, and her parents were actually pretty well off, you know, just to see how somebody can go down that wrong path. So I, I hate the fact that that became the headline of the story. Well, it is. <laughs> but, I mean, I understand it, though. I mean, that's her friend. Cardi's her friend, just like Ra's Nikki friend, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, so Ross stood up for Nikki, and now Star feel like she got to stand up for Cardi. But, you know, Star, you are on probation. Wasn't it a year ago that that fight happened? Really? I don't ago? remember. A year and a half ago? I didn't bring that up. All right, now let's talk My about the highest-paid actresses of 2019. People were, and I have to say, I looked at this list, and I was like, this is terrible. There is not one black woman on this list. Who's on there? All right, Scarlett Johansson's number one. I thought she was black. She made $56 million. Didn't she say she can play any role she wants or something like that? Yeah, but she, she ain't black, she, man. She ain't she black. Said, didn't she say she can she do back, whatever she, she wants? She backtracked on that. Oh. All right, also, Sofia Vergara's number two, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Aniston's on the list, Charlize Theron, Ellen Pompeo, uh, Margot Robbie. But, yes, those are the highest-paid actresses of 2019. Who's the closest black woman, do we know? Sofia Vergara. She's not black. Hey, she, she's Colombian or something, right? She's considered brown. She wouldn't be considered a brown ilk? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> no. Drum. Colombians, are they considered brown? Yeah, okay, drawing Puerto Rican. I thought yeah. she was a... <laughs> so is Sofia Vergara considered a black woman? No. I didn't say black. He said the closest thing to black. Okay, the closest thing. I meant the closest black woman the point on the list. That I mean, the, no, I don't the know. Closest black woman the, the, closest black the point is there's no black women on the list. <laughs> She's the closest to black? Yeah. No. I meant the closest black woman on the list. Oh, you Sorry, said, guys, not good enough. You said the closest thing to black. I'm like, I saw brown cousins. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, brown cousins. No. I meant the closest black woman on the list. Like, we number 15, 16, 20? Oh, got yeah, you, I think got he you, meant numbers-wise. And who? And who? We, only, we only have the top ten in there. Is this. it Halle Berry? Like, who? I don't know. None in the top ten. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor <laughs> this <guy>. report. <laughs> She's close. She's brown. She's cousin. We say black and brown. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thank you for those rumors, Yee. When we come back, uh, People's Choice Mix, 800-585-1051. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout the Chance the Rapper for joining us this morning. Yeah, salute to Chance, man. I like talking to Chance, man. Chance is a good dude. He just he, We live in such a world where people don't like happiness and they don't right. like goodness. So when they see somebody like Chance, they think he up to something. Right. And I can understand it. Yeah, but he loves his wife. He does. We all love our wives. Absolutely. We don't love their goddamn wife. Goddamn and then right. we, if, if you got all these rappers that's been rapping about, you know, being misogynistic and smashing all these chicks for years, why are we mad at somebody for proclaiming their love for their woman over yeah. and over? I don't get it. I'm with you. But all right, when we come back... He did make an album like he got caught cheating. Positive note. I mean, he just wants to... <laughs> he just, just telling everybody he loves his wife, man. Mm-hmm. Positive note when we come back is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout out to everybody that was in Milwaukee. I was in Milwaukee Friday talking about financial literacy. I did it at uh, Mr. G's Barbershop in Milwaukee. Shout out to everybody in Milwaukee. And then Sunday I was out in L.A. talking about real estate and financial literacy. Uh, we had over a thousand people there, so shout out to everybody that came out to learn about investing in real estate. Yeah, man, salute to everybody in Charlotte too. I was in Charlotte yesterday. My guy Bakari Sellers and his uh, beautiful wife Ellen. They had a um, they had an event for Senator Kamala Harris. Okay, you know, because you know Bakari is, is endorsing Senator Harris, and I was hosting the event. And salute to uh, Mayor. B. Lyles of Charlotte, North Carolina, man. Uh, the, the the elections are on September 10th. Y'all need to vote that black queen, you know, back in the office because she's doing some amazing, amazing things in Charlotte, North Carolina. So salute to Mayor V. Lyles and everybody in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, now question. Mm-hmm. But you hosted the event for Kamala Harris. Does that mean that you're endorsing Kamala Harris too? Nah, you know what it is? Like, I am, I am, I am supporting anybody who I feel still needs to be on the debate stage. Gotcha. Meaning, like, I'm, 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 I'm voting my interest in 2020. And it's a lot of different people who talk about different things. 
that I care about. Like, right. you know, last week I was with uh, Congressman Tim Ryan, and we did a... Um, but he's not running no more. He's out. No, nah, he's still in. He's still in Tim he's Ryan? Still in. Yeah, he's, he's oh. actually trying to get... He needs he needs his donors up now, so you can go to timryanforamerica.com to donate if you like Tim Ryan. But I like Tim Ryan because he talks about mental health all the time. Mm-hmm. And he talks about social and emotional learning and implement that, implementing that in schools and stuff like that. So I will support anybody who I still want to see in the presidential debate. So I still want to see Senator Harris in the debates. I still want to see Senator Tim Ryan in the debates because they're all talking about different things that I, that I have interest in. Gotcha. Yeah, but I haven't, I don't know who I'm going to vote for yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, leave us on a positive note. The positive note is simply this, man. Uh, always remember... That you can never let an earthly circumstance disable you spiritually. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? To shine a spotlight on the good that you are all brewing in your communities, McDonald's is encouraging coffee lovers to recognize the brew gooders in their lives. Someone that's done something good, big or small, in the world. You can nominate the brew gooder in your life to the McCafe Be a Brew Gooder Sweepstakes. By nominating a brew gooder, you'll enter for the chance for them and yourself to be one of five lucky pairs to each win a grand prize, McCafe for life. From August 26th through September 29th, nominations can be submitted on the McDonald's mobile app, beabrewgooder.com, and McDonald's Instagram or Twitter by using bebrewgooder, hashtag sweepstakes, and tagging McDonald's. Winners will be selected in a random drawing. Visit a bebrewgooder.com for official sweepstakes rules. And remember that with McCafe goodness, it's always brewing. No purchase necessary. Open to 50 USDC, 18 plus only, in September 29th. See entry periods, nomination details, how to nominate English only on Twitter, Instagram, and the McD's app, and at beabrewgooder.com. Subject to rules, void were prohibited, odds of winning determined by number of entries received.